Good evening and welcome to a special after hours edition of Cheers PA Beer Talk. We are coming to you with a very special guest and a very strong up and coming brother duo out of Philadelphia. Our guests this evening are Rich and Mangisu, co-owners of Two Locals Brewing Company in Philadelphia. They come to us tonight, thanks to our friends at Wise Markets, and they are joining us from Philly with a Nubian. Oh man, coming in strong. We're going to get into that beer in a second. Oh, the prolific. And a prolific? There we go. I can't wait to get into these beers. I haven't had the prolific yet, but I have just glowing reviews for Nubian, but uh, before we get too, uh, too into that, thank you all so much for joining us this evening. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Yeah, so thanks first, for having us. The first question we ask uh, everyone is, uh, what is the beer that you know got you into craft beer or the, the beer that made you want to know more about brewing? Uh, do either of you have a, a story that you know, brings us into your early days of craft beer? I don't really know what exactly got me into craft beer, but I always uh, tell the story about um, when I went to Dock Street and they have a beer called uh, Bubbly Wit and just seeing a, a beer that's fermented with a champagne yeast. I just found that was thought that that was kind of interesting. Very cool. What about you, sir? Magisu, you got any? Uh... Not really. I mean, I just like beer. You know. So then you, not... you were the one <laughs> you were the one that decided to I want to start home brewing, and you you've got a a, a one gallon kit from Northern Brewer, uh, like many of us, uh, as we get started in this habit. And do you have what was the uh, what was the early results? Was it promising, or was it uh, you know, try again? And you kind of, but you were hooked because once you smell that sweet wort in the mash, man, <laughs> it's hard to walk away from that smell. Yeah, no, it was. Um... The beer came out good. The homebrew kit was pretty easy, though. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It made it simple. There wasn't any mash, really. I just used uh, the dextrose and steeped some grains to get a little bit of color. So, But I just found it. Um, I thought it was interesting, and I always liked uh, science. So after that, it was like, why not learn a little bit more and learn how to do it a little bit more seriously? And so you got into it. Y'all uh, y'all were making your uh, your batches and starting to spread them around town. What was it like that first moment where you're like, we got something here? Like, what was the what was that feeling like? And, you know, do you happen to remember what the beer was or just early on when you knew that we're this is something we're going to do? I mean, the more we brewed and shared it, you know, the more people liked it. I guess it gave us more uh, confidence. Uh we won a homebrew uh, competition with um, Nubian in, a, I think it was 2018. Yeah. So, you know, that, you know, let us know that our beer was pretty good. I think, I think it was when we made a, pro, we made a pale ale um, and it came out tasting just absolutely ridiculous. Like it was, it was really good. And um, we're able to make it consistently the same way. That's when I, I feel like at that point I was like, okay, like we're really making beer now. This, this is legit. So it sounds like then, you know, some of those, uh, what you guys are rolling out right now, those were the earliest recipes that you really got into. And like, they were labors of love, like in terms of like batch after batch and really dialing those recipes in, like they're very familiar at this point to you even in such an early stage of your careers. 
Yeah, especially uh, Nubian. You know, that was one of the first beers that we brewed. Um, and then we have a Belgian wit that we've been brewing for a long time that we're hoping to can soon. Uh, Prolific is a little bit different from when we brewed it. Uh, besides Simcoe and Mosaic, we use El Dorado hops. But since we contract brew, that's an expensive hop to uh, get. So we just left it out. Now, in the uh, in the phase of contract brewing, you both are holding down day jobs while doing this on the side, which is like just epically tremendous in terms of effort. So, congratulations, just in, that you've made it this far. And your buzz, because the beer is so good, I understand it now because I heard whispers from the early day, like two years ago, I think it was, doing deliveries in Philly and heard about this. These two locals, these two locals, and I'm like. I got to find this beer and I just, I couldn't find it, couldn't find a tap room. And then like, I saw you start to make your way out and I just, it was like always ships passing in the night. I could never find it. And then I ran into that newbie in this past week. I've been chasing Ben Wank for it. Finally got my hands on one and I understand now I get it. Like your beer, you can taste the passion that you both have for making beer and quality beer that it's so refreshing to taste something so authentic. And I just appreciate Anyone, one, that puts a brown ale in a can is my hero. But two, like the beer is spectacular. So where can people find it right now? And what does it look like moving forward in terms of growing your uh, availability? The beer is in a lot of places um, throughout the city, to be honest with you. Um, <clears throat> if you're on West Philly, Local 44 um, carries our beer. Yeah. Um, yeah, in cans and on, on tap. Um, you know, Bella Vista distributors down on 11th and, and Catherine carries our beer. Um, beer Love on 4th and uh, Monroe carries our beer. Um, arts we're in some age. Yeah, arts and age. We're, we're, we're throughout the city. Um, I think we're in Fishtown too at the Bottle Bar. Is it Bottle, Bottle Bar East? Yeah. yeah. They carry our beer. So we're, we're at random places and we're, we're looking to expand beyond Philadelphia too in terms of, you know, getting our beer out, you know, to the counties too. So um, you know, stay tuned for that. But the beer is in many different places, a lot of bars and restaurants now. That's great. Oh, and the best the, we're at the link. We're at the we're at the link too. Forgot to mention that. I'm glad. Um, no, yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. Like y'all got <laughs> hooked up with like a pretty sweet deal there. So now, like, you're getting swag from the Eagles. Like, and you both are Eagles fans, right? Like, y'all fly the Eagles proud, right? Yeah, Philly, everything. Okay, oh, that's yeah. what I assume. Oh, yeah. Um, which is great. I love it, man. That's, it's not my city, but I love that city. Every time I've been in there, it's been nothing but love. And it's just, it's such a cool place. I grew up in the South, spent a little time in Chicago, but mm -hmm. yeah, like Philly does it right. Yeah. And it's got no time for any shenanigans. So I no. kind of appreciate that, man. We Philly are, comes with a, a quick response. We are prideful and we are passionate, which is why that's part of our motto and our brand. Well, I mean, so what's it like being from Philly and brewing beer, like, for your city, but, like, for your city? Like, y'all are out there, like, doing it proudly Philly in a time when you got people coming from all over the state trying to open up tap rooms in Philly. And, like, nah, it's not the same. Like, I taste one of your beers, and it's far and away more representative and authentic than anything I'm tasting of people trying to come in there and just – put a flag in the town and say, you know, try to make it their own. Like, yeah. <laughs> is that, is that a fair assessment? 
Yeah, it feels good. I mean, we're, you know, Rich and I grew up in West Philly and, and, and we've read Philly our whole life. And, you know, I, I left Philadelphia for, um, I guess, like 15 years between college and, and, and you know, doing my professional career and, and came back. But I've always, you know, this has always been home, you know, whatever city I was living in, if I was going back to Philly, I, don't, I would say I'm going home, you know. Um, so it, it feels good. It feels good to rep the city, you know, rep the town we're from. So they hook you all up with like a, a suite or you get a couple seats or something? Are you going to be out Not there? Yet. Not yet. Working Not on yet. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Soon, soon, soon come. We'll eventually get there. But Once the sales go up. Yeah. Well, and tremendous exposure just nonetheless. I mean, what like you guys are doing some pretty spectacular collaborations. You're collabing with the Eagles. I just saw you dropped of a feather with Bond Place recently, which I love those dudes. They're like that's a whole nother vibe that yeah. we just need more of. But they do South Bethlehem right. So, oh, yeah. can you can you talk a little bit about that beer? It's a pale lager, correct? Yeah, it's a pale lager, uh, double. No, it was only it's not double dry hop, but it's hop one hundred percent with a sabro, mm. which is a unique hop. It's a powerful hop, coconut, limey. Um, citrusy so it came out good it's really juicy it's really lush uh flavorful uh bond place is cool you know sam uh, sam reached out uh during the black is beautiful um collaborations and um he was generous enough to choose us as one of the people that he donated some of those proceeds to um, so it was only right that we did a collaboration you know once we were able to Absolutely. Have uh, so have there been any other of your collaborations? That black is beautiful. I heard rave reviews. I, that was one I wasn't able to get my hands on. But have you had any that were you know really special or more meaningful than others, or they've all just been unique experiences that you've you know kind of helped you along the way in terms of growing your professional network and just general skills? Uh, for me, um, so. I appreciate each collab just because every brewer has their own way of brewing and every brewing system has been uh, different. Um, but I, I use the collabs to kind of try to put my ideas to use to see if they can work once we actually open up. So mm -hmm. the collabs have been great to see how, you know, a small piece of what I'm thinking would work can come to life, I guess. Now, do you both uh, brew, or is this uh, like Richard? Are you the uh, the main brewer? Is it like is there a shared building of the uh, the recipes, or do you each have your like? I know my brother and I like if we do anything together, it has to be like you got your thing, I got my thing. We don't share very well. Like, are y'all able to work together and collaborate that way, or uh, you kind of got like each of you have your own skills to kind of lean into? No, I mean I think it's it's a good. Um, partnership we have going. I mean, I tell Richard, I tell people that Rich is the mad scientist. You know, I mean, he's 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 phenomenal in the kitchen when it comes to brewing beer. Um, I'm 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 more of his help. Um, I know a little bit about it, um, decent amount, I'm, but but he's the man. Um, so I'm, he, I'm the head brewer. He's the head taster. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, quality control, man. It's very important. You want to make sure. Control. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 
Exactly. Yeah, that's but no, great. It's, it's a good partnership. I mean, I, I do a lot of like the, mm-hmm. you know, sort of the um, sort of the business side of things. Um, so, you know, at, at this point, I talk to, you know, the banks and investors and, and things like that. Um, a lot of stuff that he preferred not to have to deal with. Um, but because I want him to focus on the beer. So um, it's a it's a good relationship we have going. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't want to cloud the mad scientist's head with anything other than just like, let that magic happen. I got this. You do you and uh, tell me what needs to be cleaned or what hoses need to be sanitized. I could probably fill a keg. But other than that, yeah, do your work. <laughs> That's beautiful, man. The um, So you mentioned the business side of it and the investors. Are you still seeking investment or where do you stand? I saw that you had something up previously, but... Um, I'm sure that things got all changed around during the pandemic. And uh, where, can you let people know where you stand with that? And, you know, if there's still a way that they, they can help or how they should reach out? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're still talking to investors. We're going through that process. You know, we're, we're talking to banks. Um, so we're, we're still knee deep in the process of opening up a space. Um, we're, we're, we're talking to a landlord right now. Um, in West Philadelphia, um, which seems very promising. So, you know, it's all a work in progress. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, if, if people want to reach out to us to see how they can help, great. I mean, I, we're, we're open to, to any help that we can get. So That's awesome. So you, uh, you're, uh, West Philly is such a, a great place to be uh, opening a brewery. And there's just like, Local 44 is a spectacular beer spot, but then like, where do you go to get like a beer? And the fact that you guys are on tap there next to like Pliny the Elder and Blind Pigs and some spectacular <laughs> beers from around the world, like the mad scientist is cooking up right next to some of those dudes. It's like, that's pretty spectacular. Like you're in limited spaces, but you're still in like the places to be in terms of people who take their beer very seriously. So if you could be anywhere else in the city, is like, do you have like, like your, your list of where you're trying to go? Like some of the places that, okay, so-and-so is carrying my beer. Like, that's pretty special to me. Or is like every place you appreciate just getting in anywhere and you're just trying to get it out there? I appreciate, I appreciate every, you know, every single, uh, every single place. Um, our goal was never to really dis- uh, distribute, but with this deal that we have, we're kind of forced to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're just uh, thankful for the support that this city has been showing us. And so you have done some pretty spectacular food collaborations as well. Like where did it come along? How'd y'all get hooked up with Frizzwit? And like that food looks amazing. Is it like a, a recognizing each other as, all right, we both care about ingredients. Quality is important to us. It's not just like popping a hot dog truck on the corner and saying, hey, let's do this little collaborate. Like, it seems like y'all take everything about your business, beer, food, everything, extremely serious at a high level. Is that fair to say? I would say so. I think we're, I want to say like we're picky about who we collaborate with, but we 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 would like to make sure that it makes sense, and the people that we collaborate with, you know, stand for the same things that we stand for. What's wrong with having standards, man? I feel like now more than ever with the way that things have come out where you can like you can really tell a lot about a person very quickly just because of how the Internet has brought eyes into your daily lives. Like, I feel like you should be picky because there's a lot of 
trash out there right now that yeah. why would you want to collaborate with? And the fact that y'all are trying to do something for your city and like a very proudly black owned business, why would you hold yourself to anything less than excellence when that's all y'all have put out there so far, man? Like excellence is the goal. Excellence is the standard. Is that, I mean, am I putting words in your mouth or does that seem, I mean, that's how I'm seeing it from the outside. That like y'all seem to really care and you're doing it the right way in terms of building a business and a brand that represents excellence. And it's something that the whole city can be proud of. Yeah, I mean, there's been people that have reached out to us after what the past year that we had with uh, George Floyd and stuff. So we, I think we did a good job of weeding out the people who were reaching out to us for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Yeah, tokenism is shameful. And the fact that people would even try to like make money off of something like that, like this was a, a flashpoint in American history. And if we decide to not move forward and learn these lessons, what the what are we doing and mm. the fact that people would try to like benefit off of that because your brand is strong like y'all don't need them they need you and they're like it was clear i'm sure to you when you were seeing those emails like nah this is this is this just doesn't feel right so the fact that you're getting with the right people and i mentioned sam at bomb place specifically because like that dude cares i've never heard him or anyone say a bad thing about him or what he's about like his, he's real about his business. And I think that if we can have more of that within this industry, we can start having some honest conversations about a lot of the trash that is within this industry that has kind of gotten a pass for a long time. But I don't want to sit up here and sermonize. People didn't come here to talk to me. They want to care about you and your beer. But the um, you both have your day jobs. Uh, is that something that uh, you're looking like, aggressively towards being done with or do you enjoy that and it's like a nice balance and it's been workable so far i'm looking to be done with it <laughs> yeah i mean when we open yeah i'm gonna quit my job and brewing beer would be my nine to five. Oh, i don't think you know this but it's more of like a six to ten six to yeah. twelve boiler ain't working like but yeah, nine to five. Keep telling yourself that, Rich. Go ahead. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. You're gonna love every minute, man. You're gonna be grinning ear to ear, fixing whatever's broke, and it just won't feel like work, you know. Yeah. And all the work that we put in, we're gonna reap all the all the uh, all the all the benefits from it. Oh, that's wonderful. What about you? You you gonna you coming on head bookkeeper and taster? Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I'm not, you know, me and Rich are at two different stages in our lives. So absolutely. Um, you know, I just I just want to get this up and running and, and have something that I can, you know, we can call our own and, and be proud of. Um, but you know, we'll see. So early on, you're home brewing, you're sharing your beer, you're getting it out in the city, and then you get a chance to start to get a little publicity and start to get it out there. At what point have you looked back and was there a, a surreal moment that, or something you're like, if that didn't happen for us, like this is like, it's something that was pivotal, pivotal, excuse me, in your story along the way, or have it, has it just kind of been like a slow grind of, you know, we're day to day, we're putting in these works when we have the time to get tastings out there. Or was there something that you can look back on and be like, 
that was huge. Like that was, that really got us on the map, or that really gave us a, a leg up. Uh, I have to say it, but I, I guess, uh, you know, I guess this contract deal is what really made it happen for us because of the business that they already operate. They're in hospitality. Uh, they were able to get us a lot of PR. Um, so I don't think if we didn't have these beers out and have a viable product that we can actually sell and people can buy and come back and, you know, tell us if it's good or bad. I don't think um, we would be here today. I mean, I would, I would go back even further. I mean, I'd say, you know, almost a year over a year ago to the black is beautiful um, movement, if you will. I mean, that, that was, was tremendous for us. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, the publicity that we got through that, but it, it just felt good to sort of hit the market, if you will, with something that stood for, that represented us and what we stood for. So I felt like that was um, a turning point for us. And it was, it was huge um, because it just, it wrapped, you know, the beer, you know, sort of being socially conscious, socially aware all in one, which is something that, you know, we're proud to, to be so. Um, and then obviously now that we have beer in the market, it, that's, that's been huge too with the, the publicity that we've gotten. Uh, so I guess this is a two-part question. Do you have a timeline of what you're, you know, what you're hoping in terms of an opening and will you still be able to do the contracting while having the tap room open, or are you going to scale that back whenever you open up the brewery and it's going to be just the, you know, the experience of the destination? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, I answered the second question on the contracting. I mean, that's something that we're still working through. Um, yeah. It's been great for us because it's gotten us a product in the market, it's gotten some money in our pocket. Um, I wouldn't necessarily want to lose that revenue stream. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think we'll, we're going to move forward with that. Um, nice. in, terms of, in terms of opening up a space, hopefully this time next year, you know, we could do this podcast in our our space. So <laughs> that's 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 what I'd like. Um, okay. But we'll see. I mean, opening up a brewery takes time. It's a lot of work. Um, estimates aren't always perfect in terms of timing. So um, we'll see. So I love the aesthetic that y'all have with your can art. Who does your artwork? Who does like your T-shirt is beautiful in terms of having a lot going on but in a very subtle and manicured way and it just seems like all like as with the beer everything is very intentional mm-hmm. yeah uh, so our designers are uh two black women from uh philly uh we connected with them as not too long after they graduated uh design school um so we we purposefully you know, picked designers who were from Philly, who were black. Um, it's even better that they're women. So, and their style is pretty dope. I mean, we're, uh, we we like the clean, you know, clean cut look, but it's also bold at the same time. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, I'm looking at that Nubian can and it's just like, like you said, it's subtle, but it's also very bold. I mean, those are strong colors, strong lines for a strong beer. I mean, that it's an assertive brown ale, but 
it's subtle and it's just it takes you to the edge of your palate but it doesn't then just like blow it out because it's dry like there's a sweetness to the background it's just it's very well put together and you were saying that's one of the first recipes that you got dialed in so I imagine as you make that beer every time there's just like that familiar memory of some of those early days of uh, of home brewing and, and dialing that one in uh, do you have yeah. any good stories of uh, maybe a day that didn't go so well uh, or uh, you know some some days that you look back on and you're like ah I'm glad we're not brewing on that scale anymore. I'm like dealing with those headaches. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I kind of like brewing on a smaller scale. I'm actually going to try to brew next uh, weekend, you know, get some beers, beers that I, cause I haven't brewed in a while ever since we've been doing this. Um, but yeah, I mean, home, uh, home brewing, it's, it'll always be fun. It'll, I think it was, it's something that I'll always do just to continue to be creative yeah 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 what's that homebrew shop in west philly because i drive by it and it looks like just a wonderland of a place that i wish i had the time to stop into but there's no parking for a box truck and i usually have like 10 more stops to go so uh is that the place that like you kind of got started at or is there another place in west philly that sells homebrew supply i can't no, that's the only that's the only spot. And we joined the home brew club not too long after we did our first couple beers. So, I mean, after we brewed, we joined the home brew club just to try to talk to people who brew and learn. Man, that's how I got started. I got hooked up with the home brew club in west, like the west, you know, west side of Chicago, and. It was the, I mean, it was the best experience because the first beer I brought to them, they're like, well, you can keep coming to the meetings, but like, you can't be in our club. And then the <laughs> next beer that I made was fire. And they're like, hey, you got any more of that? You're definitely in the club now. Bring all of that. Bring us all of the beers. So it's, uh, it's just, it's such a great environment. But what was it specifically like a homebrew supply store in West Philly, one, just yeah, I knew that there was another one, but I didn't want to just make the assumption. But I was like, I'm pretty sure that's the only homebrew supply store in West Philly. Like, yeah. that's got to be a super cool environment, though, because anyone that's coming in there with like the interest in making beers, it's got to be, you know, pretty good, right? Uh, either pretty good or you're learning how, <laughs> or you're, you know, you're just wanting to learn how to brew beer or make cheese or wine, you know, oh, so they do cheese too. Yeah, they do oh. everything. Come. Bucha. Um West Philly is just, I mean, it's turned into a a hipster, crafty, you know, kind of area. So I I think the home brew shop kind of makes sense over there. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I guess I just I didn't know how long it had been there, but it just looks like it's been there forever because it's just you come over that little hump and there it is, and it's just yeah. Just a zen little garden of all kinds of fun, but yeah, yeah, I get lost were, at home. They were definitely there before the gentrification. <laughs> okay, that's what I was wondering because to me, yeah, okay, if the the hipsters brought the homebrew supply store, I'm not as excited and interested in that because that's just <laughs> that's not the real community. But if you're telling me that it was there for the community before people tried to take over the community, then now you're telling me something that I'm interested in. Like I imagine that the people that made the beer that was on the better end of the spectrum there, like they were pretty well regarded because good beer is, you know, you can make friends very quickly with good beer. 
Is okay. that a fair assumption? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Beer's uh, beer's very communal. You know, you, you can always have beer with a group of friends. Good conversation. So I imagine then community is going to be a very like the central thread of your tap room. It's going to be of the community for the community, very much a space, like you said, that everyone can come together and share a very communal experience. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get the vibe of uh, West Philly, West Africa, West Indies. Um, And, you know, we want to give back to the community as much as possible. Oh man, I hope you're describing what the food is going to be like because that sounds spectacular. <laughs> but I'm don't you don't have to give me all the surprises. We'll save that for next year when we're doing the uh, the podcast in your place. But I got one more question for you. It's a little off the wall, but Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid, like who are y'all siding with on this beef? Like you guys, if, do you if you pick sides yet, or uh, you're just like ah, don't basketball. I, I don't even, I'm an I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know if it's a beef. I mean. I think I wanted Ben gone two years ago, man. Thank you. Yeah, ben Ben needs to go. I didn't I wouldn't say two years ago, but this this last yeah. year, this last year, I'm just done with him. I'm I'm done with him. He he's gotta go. But but I mean Jojo's the man, you know. And he's yeah. West African too, so, so yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Try to be biased. Hey, I, for other reasons he needs to go, but like, yeah, that can just be like the cherry on the top. But I appreciate y'all's time. I'm getting the signal. We've uh, we've reached our limit here this evening, but I yeah. hope that you have uh, you've had a good time. I appreciate y'all's time. Please let everyone know where they can find y'all on social media or websites or where it's the best place to keep up to date on all the happenings with two locals. Uh, at two locals on Instagram and at two locals brewing on Facebook and two locals.com two, two locals brewing.com if you'd like some beer or some merch. Do you send beer and merch to central Pennsylvania? Am I, I got on the website. I, it said I was outside the delivery zone. So I was like, maybe I can just talk to somebody. It was a glitch in the system. <laughs> uh, you can send us a message, but typically, no. We deliver beer in within Philly and merch anywhere. Well, if you are within the sound of that voice, and go get this beer because it is tremendous. You're not going to be disappointed. Uh, the co-owners of Two Locals Brewing Company, Rich and Magitsu, Thank y'all so much. I appreciate your time and what y'all are doing. Keep it up. And I'm so excited to see what the next year has in store for everyone. Thank you. For sure. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Thank you. And finally, uh, we have our beer of the month that we're going to be talking about, uh, courtesy of our friends at Wise Markets. This month's beer is Slab Cabin IPA from Otto's Pub and Brewery in State College. Uh, It's a classic American IPA with lots of floral punch, uh, assertive hop presence, uh, brewed with nugget and Palisade and Amarillo hops. Uh, It's an IPA that balances bitterness along with, you know, your juicy, dank, resiny, pine-like profiles that you just love with, uh, you know, back before beer got a little hazy. But Otto's, it's their flagship in terms of an IPA. You're not going to be disappointed. Check it out wherever you can find it. 12-ounce cans usually is where you're going to do, but if you holler at the brewery, you might be able to get a keg. Thank you, everyone, for joining us this evening, and we appreciate our guests once more and our friends at Wise Markets for making all of this possible. Two Locals Brewing, check them out in Philly. Until next time, cheers, PA.